versus the world, a podcast taking on life in the world at large, all from the lens of geek culture. Made to make you laugh, think critically, and find your cape all at the same time, I am your bizarre and boisterous host, the Mighty Shields, a.k.a. Thickness Knight, a.k.a. Josuke Black, a.k.a. Hulkbuster, a.k.a. Salt Sorcerer Supreme, a.k.a. Larry Lettuce, a.k.a. Legs Linguini, a.k.a. Daddy Shark, a.k.a. I lost my wallet, and I German suplex you to get it back. Episode 21, coming at you live in effect. Well, not live. I'm pre-recording this, but you're going to get it when I give it to you, which is every Thursday. You can find my podcast on Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play, all your major streaming joints. But hey, let me start off this episode with some shout-outs. Shout-outs to Rich Sensei from Blur Corner. Congratulations on the baby. Shout-out to Momo and Henry who's trying to help me get better at smash among other things shout out to salt happens crew shout out to fto nerd talks shout out to my wife wendy shout out to my son landon shout out to everybody that's keeping me grounded yo let me tell you something a little bit about shout outs and why i'm gonna do them on every episode when you show me love when you show me love i'm gonna reciprocate that in the best way i know how and this is one way another way is by actions but let me tell you something man i Loyalty is such a rare thing to come by, and the fact that I'll have so many people in my life that I could look at and see as loyal is a blessing. And so I'm going to continue to shout them out every episode, and I'm going to keep giving them their flowers while they're still here to hear them. And that's just me. And y'all could do y'all podcast differently, but guess what? This is the final boss podcast. So this is how we're going to do it. So this week, what do I have? Have a little bit of gaming. That Final Fantasy VII Remake demo come out. That's probably all I'm going to talk about for, as far as gaming is concerned. Have a spoiler-free Sonic the Hedgehog movie review. I finally went to go see it. And it was it was dope. Spoiler alert. It was dope. Um, got a little bit for the life section. And I have another. Speaking of shout-out, shouting out Wendy. She's my quote of the week this week. And it's pretty... <laughs> It's a pretty good quote. It's a pretty meaningful quote, especially in today's age and times and the current hysteria. But let me get right into it, man. So, gaming news. On the PlayStation 4, I'm not sure about the Xbox, but on the PlayStation 4, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo came out. And it is, if you play Final Fantasy VII before, it's literally just the first mission. It's from when Cloud jumps off the train into that big, uh, like, sentry robot that's down by the, Ma uh, the Mako or Mako reactor. Um, let me just talk about some things that are, you know, that are quite apparent from the get-go. It looks beautiful. It looks beautiful. The it had English voice acting on the demo that I played or on the demo that I have. I didn't see a setting to change that, so I don't know what the Japanese voice actors sound like. And generally, I would probably change that to the Japanese voice actors, just because, why not? But as far as uh, the English voice acting, I think they sounded really good as far as the character they were trying to portray. I, I have my qualms with Barrett still sounding like he's a pastor at a church, but I think, I talked about this last week, I ain't gonna get back into it, but... I think that that sound, that tone of voice, the, the cadence of which he's speaking, like he's giving a sermon, maybe that's what they were looking for back in, you know, the 90s when this game came out. But I think times have updated now where you don't you don't have to be that cat. You know, I talked about this last week. If you if you wondering how I feel about people of color in video games, listen to episode 20 
uh, that I put out last week. I have a whole section devoted to that, but I don't want to waste bore y'all here with that. Um, like I said, all the characters look good. The character models look good. Yo, Jesse looks better than she's ever have. Biggs looks like a jerk. Like I thought he should look like one. Got a little scruffy scruff, but he looks cool. He got a little angled chin. Bro, let's talk about Wedge and how wholesome Wedge looks. Oh my goodness. He is such a he's so adorable. You want to pinch his little cheeky cheeks. But uh, yeah, man, it was a pretty fun demo. I will say, um, there were a couple of things that I didn't like as far as the the the, the character models are concerned, like Cloud's parachute pants, they don't generally change, and I would have I thought that's what the this how his character model has always been. I would like to see some kind of change in that when you're doing different motions, but really, in some of the interactions, and I know this is just a beta, but that's not much they can change from that. I think this is pretty much the final version with it coming out next month. Um, there's some situations that I found where Cloud is climbing or doing an action, and it looks like two Q-tips are just moving. Around. It looks some straight Gumby-style stuff, but... And then you have, like the mechanic in which you have characters following you like there's a part in the demo where you're going through like a laser field and barrett is following behind you and and he you make you make the cross you cross the lasers unscathed but he gets caught in it because you know they come back so fast and he's just sitting there taking damage taking damage taking damage taking damage until he actually can get out because he's just walking right into the lasers and I found that, and I don't know, that's probably not a bug, that's probably just how the game is going to be, but I had to waste the potion to heal that guy, he was taking so much damage. But, one thing that I would say, the, the, the pace of the story, I like this pace, I like the way they, you know, they change up a little bit, and, and now that I don't have to, you know, scroll through the text boxes, or kind of make that voice up in my head, it, it feels more smooth, it feels more fluid as far as the story is concerned. Um, what's another thing I have on my list here? Um, the battle system. Yo, uh, the I didn't play Final Fantasy 15. Uh, I didn't play, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts since Kingdom Hearts 2 was first released. So, for those of the people that are saying like, oh, it's similar to those two, I, I have no reference to that. So, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even tell you what Final Fantasy 15 played like. Uh, and so... I would say if you're planning on if you're a content creator and you're planning on streaming this game I would say you need to download this demo or a version of the demo and play it so you can familiar familiarize yourself with the systems because I would say coming from what I thought it would be it it was jarring at first and I played this I played through this demo three times I say three times and I sped through the fourth one I just skipped all the dialogue because I already knew I just wanted to get better at the combat system um, which is, uh, it, it has style switching, y'all. <laughs> it has style switching. Oh, I love that. And it does, it does have shortcuts for like, like actions like Braver or, I'm calling it the Stinger because I know Devil May Cry and Cloud has a Stinger. Um, and then, uh, like to do magic and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure when you get the full game, you'll be able to, you know customize those shortcuts and you know put what you want there like yo i want to use a high potion instead of regular potion oh, i want to use a phoenix down because barrett's ass um but you know you know things like that um 
I, all in all, I really enjoyed it. I tell you one thing that it still continues to be an issue. And again, maybe this is just me. Uh, maybe it's just my situation. I have a day one PS4, right? Um, when the new pros came out and stuff, especially knowing that I was going to PC, I, I didn't see, I could justify getting a PS4 Pro, especially when I already got one that's fully operational. But let me tell you something. With how graphically intense this game is, your PS4 will be ready to take off. When I, yo, when I was just loading up the demo, my, I could hear my PS4 like, oh shit, here we go again. And it was just, when I'm like, yo, bro, you need to relax. This thing is about to, about to drill a hole into the floor and through my entertainment center. But I, I mean, that's another thing to think about if you if you don't have a PS4 Pro. And I wonder, I know the PS4 Pros are supposed to be quieter, but I don't know how much that's gonna help this game. This game got the graphic graphics. So we'll see how that turns out. But all in all, had a great experience with it. Um, I'm trying to set my bias aside because like I said, in a previous podcast on Saw Happens, and I made it very loud and clear. Seven wasn't my favorite Final Fantasy. 10 and 8 were my final, my favorite Final Fantasies. And I'm really looking forward to going back and playing this version of it because it's, you know, it's a it's a different take on the story. And I think they're going to rearrange and fix the story in a way that it actually makes sense. And I know saying, making a story that makes sense coming from a Final Fantasy 8 fan is a lot. But hey, it is what it is. So let's move on. Um, let's talk about Sonic, the Sonic movie. So public service announcement before I get into this movie, if this is a kid's movie, so know that you will see kids at this movie. Also know that there are people in this world that still don't take care of their goddamn kids. Meaning, your whole movie experience can be ruined by these badass kids. Now, before the movie even started, we had this lady that was sitting next to us, got us, she was defeated. She was sunken in her seat. She's like, I don't give a damn. Once this movie starts, he'll sit down right now. He ain't my problem. I'm gonna look at my phone. I'm gonna sit back. I'm a deep side. I'm gonna do all this. And one day I probably reached that point with Landon because he's rambunctious and adventurous and has a lot of energy. But when I'm at a movie theater, I'm going to snatch him up and be like, yo, this is not where this this is not where you do this. This place is not hey look look how many of y'all grew up with this one? This is not a jungle gym. You need to sit down and relax or we are leaving immediately. So that conversation did not happen with this little kid. And this little kid is doing front flips over the seats, almost kicking my wife in the face. He's over here running around. When the movie start? When the movie start? His mom was like, it'll start soon, buddy. Like, not even looking up, not even acknowledging him. Obviously, he's craving attention. That's not, we, don't, we won't even talk about that. We won't even go into that. Because I'm not going to tell somebody else how to parent their kids. But I will tell you this. If you have your kid around me, and they doing all these high-flying parkour karate kicks, flips, bicycle kicks off the chairs, and it almost hit me, I'm going to snatch your child up and I'm gonna hand them back to you like a sack of potatoes. Grab your little hell spawn and put him in the seat where he belongs. All right? All right. Now that almost sounds like I hate kids. I don't. I got I got a whole bunch of nieces and nephews. They love me. I'm Uncle Mommy to my nieces and nephews. There's a joke there. 
<laughs> I won't get into it. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, man. Oh, and then this little brat. We all through the movie theater. We all, you know, we the movie actually starts. We're sitting down. We watching the movie. He props his legs up. He got him spread eagle like he's about to release an egg. And you know what? He's over here giving the wettest farts. He's farting directly at the screen. He's laughing about it. His mom is like tapping him, buddy. Don't do it, buddy. Buddy. Buddy, we don't do that here. And he's like, okay, mom. Man, this dude, man, he got to check. He's stamping his drawers right next to me. Man, it was sounding crazy. But... Even with that experience, even with these this little this little demon, I enjoyed this movie. And so, with that being said, I guess long story short, if you bring them into this world, that is your responsibility. Take care of your responsibility, or I'm going to do it for you. Call the police. I don't care. She shouldn't be flipping by me. Anyway, <laughs> I, sound, I sound like a crotchety old man. <laughs> But Spock, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. Let me start off by saying this movie is good. In regards or in comparison to other video game movies, I would I might even say it's the best video game adaptation, a movie adaptation of a video game. It is number one in my list because I can't think of another one that's better than it right now. Um, I'll tell you some of the, the major attractions here. Sonic, the character himself, was very charming, very interesting, very well done. The character model, I know that was a big story in the news. It looks great. It looks cute, it's adorable. It looks like Sonic, the Sonic I grew up on. Then you have Jim Carrey, who's just doing his best Jim Carrey impression. And they, I think they just let him do what he wanted to do. They just let him do what he wanted to do and what he does is best. I think they had to reel him in a little bit. Uh, there's, there's a moment where he got his, but for the most part, it was Jim Carrey doing the things that we love him to do. Um, I say I think the pacing of the movie, despite what we know, and I'll get into that later. The pacing of the movie was really well, was really well done. And I and and again, under the circumstances of which they had to work with, I think that's that's pretty hard to do. And I don't think they're gonna get enough credit for how well they piece together this this hodgepodge of a movie. To, to be honest, because that's what it was. Um, the main character, uh, I don't remember his name. I just remember him being Teddy. Um, he was John Morston. I think his name is or Marston, whatever his name is. Um, I, you know what? Let me Google this. Let me Google Sonic movie. Sorry guys. Breaking the fourth wall here. Sonic the Hedgehog. We're not editing nothing because, you know, one take poppy. Let's see, IMDB. Let's see, James Marsden. Yeah, I don't know. I always see him in West. In my head, I see him in Westworld, and and it's just ah, poor Teddy. He, he can't catch a break. But I mean, that duo with him and Sonic was really well done. I think. Um, hey. Hey, y'all ain't going to want to hear this. This ain't going to be a big thing. I'm sitting down my coffee. This ain't going to be a big thing in the news. But let me tell you something I like to see. It's an interracial couple. An interracial married couple. And guess what? They look happy. They talk to each other like it would be actually be in a relationship. And for those of you who don't know, 
that is big for the for the silver screen in my opinion because there's so there's still to this day there's so many naysayers and interracial relationships among all communities i think it's important to note that you had a strong woman that could do everything on her own be the be the the love interest of the main character as well he she she was strong she was witty she was funny and she was necessary that's the thing necessary and not due to the fact that she was black but due to her skill set and what she was able to do and again she was funny she had funny moments in here they shared genuine funny moments that you would genuinely have in a real relationship and it just didn't seem tacked on and i think that's one of the biggest pros of this movie that i don't think will get appreciated enough and all in all like i said it's a very fun movie i had a very fun time and I think Ben Schwartz captured the voice of Sonic, the characteristics, the mannerisms the, very well. Um, I'm still a Jaleel White fan if, if, in that regard. Just I'd like that nasally Sonic, but you know, that's just me. I think going back and reanimating Sonic and the pushback from the community and the, you know, the delay on the actual release date actually factored into some of the things that we experienced or some of the things that stood out to me in this movie and really if you're just watching the movie and enjoying it you you won't you won't see these things and i'm probably doing you a disservice by bringing these up but me being the movie watcher that i am me having a little bit of experience in the field of animation storytelling storyboarding things like that you can see the cracks you can see the cracks as to which what was actually supposed to be the the plot or the 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 story for the old sonic and what ended up being a plot device for the new sonic the redesign because one of those problems could have been solved really simply with the way the old one was modeled period um i won't go into that again this is spoiler free um another thing they built this kind of uh, what's the thing I want to say? They kind of built this sense of community for the main characters. And I don't think they did a very good job relaying that how much certain characters meant to the community. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was something that I think they were going to establish in the old one, but with the way the new one is, they just like, yo, it just, it has to be what it is. And then it will just have to allude to that. As far as the overall pacing like the the motivations of sonic you can feel them and there's these constant you know peaks and valleys in which you see the emotion of the character where he's you know he's really really happy really really happy and then he's got these really sad moments and then he's really really happy really really happy and it makes you feel that like there is genuine emotion to be felt within the character of sonic in this movie and i think that's you don't capture that in a lot of other animated movies um but I guess all in all, if I were to wrap this up in a bow and tell you if you should go see this movie, I highly recommend this movie. If you have kids, I feel like they would be entertained by this movie. I feel like the way that they ended this movie, what the characters that they introduced in this movie, not just the humans, but the, the, you know, the, the actual Sonic characters in the movies, new and old. I think they have enough to make a sequel and i think they've done well enough that they're gonna get a sequel the only issue i see is with the animation studio with them letting go of the animation studio how do you reproduce this i'm gonna leave it there i what would i rate this movie out of a, a nine to ten scale i mean a one to ten scale 
it is an 8.5 you I, and and I, I understand that it is pretty high but considering that it only had to be above average it was that and i think there was a lot of other movies out here that came out with a lot of buzz that are really crap there's like i said it's a i'm i spent my money on the ticket and i didn't regret doing it in the store like this is not assassin's creed this is not rampage although i didn't see rampage i can't say if that was good or not the rock was in it so i'm just only assuming that it was okay definitely go see this movie you don't even have to wait for Drake to rent it, man. And I'm hoping that we get a new Sonic game based off of the movie on this. I don't know how you do that. I don't like when you cross uh, Sonic with humans in, in video game form. So we'll see what comes of this. Hey, speaking of gaming, if you want to... Nobody knows Sonic like the Sonics fans. And if you want a good Sonic game currently to play, there are two games I have in mind. Sonic Mania and Sonic Generations. And Sonic Generations is a little bit older game, but that is the best 3D slash 2D Sonic game on the market. If you're looking for the best old school Sonic experience, Sonic Media, fan made, love it, cop it, it's pretty cheap. But let's move on to my quote of the week because I think I ran a little bit late with this one. Um, and the quote of the week is from none other than the final, final boss, Wendy. And her quote of the week is, wash your damn hands. Hold on, gotta break open. Gotta break them one of these to get this out. So, and I'm paraphrasing for my wife because she doesn't talk like this. Her crazy nut ass husband like me talks like this. So, I'm just going to paraphrase what she told me. The way I interpret that is so many of you out here worry about catching said virus, catching this and that, and catching the coronavirus, getting sick. Oh, I've got to catch it. Oh, Yo, but you getting here taking full-on hoagies, dropping a brick house into the toilet, getting up, wiping your stanky butt, and not washing your hands. Just walking out, shaking hands, sipping from water fountains, doing all this, wiping your nose, doing all this. But then you worried about catching the Coronas. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. A simple act as washing your hands. Hey, another thing. There's some heathens out here. Yeah, I'm talking about you. And when I, when you know who I'm talking about. There's some heathens out here that put the soap on their hands before wetting their hands. Now, I ain't, I ain't nobody's gonna tell you how to wash your hands. There's no wrong or right way to wash your hands. <laughs> I lie, wet your damn hands first. You gotta lube your hands up so you can get the soap on there, so you can get a good, good clean. And sometimes you gotta go back in there and hit it again, man. Just pump, pump, pump some soap on there. Ain't nobody worried about no water getting nowhere. Just make sure your hands is clean before you come touching people's faces, touching your face, getting yourself sick. Yeah, yeah. You know how coronavirus is spread? It's not about it's not about people breathing on you. It's the droplets. So if you touch said some. If somebody sneezes in the air, fine, okay. You walk into it, you got it. Somebody somebody coughs on you, yeah, you probably got it. But if you get the droplets on your hand and you go right to your face like most people do, that is how you catch it. So you going out here buying all these damn masks off Amazon is not going to help you. That's only to help prevent people that already have it from spreading it. Do you understand? So 
that mask is not helping you do anything but look stupid like you're about to go tag up a like a streetcar or something just make sure and this is just a just a rule uh, just a rule in general for life even if there wasn't a coronavirus out wash your damn hands i don't want your i don't want your fecal matter on my on your hand touching my hand now i'm touching my hand my face my phone it don't escape bro bro wash your hands Yo, shout out to all the nurses out there, man, that's got to put up with this and, you know, dealing with this stuff because it is not a game out there and people do not give you the respect that you deserve. My wife being a nurse, I got to stand up for them. So, hey, shout out to y'all, every single one of y'all. So, generally, I'll let y'all go after my quote of the day, but I got something else on my mind. So, recently, I went to the eye doctor, right? Trying to get these eyes right, man. I don't know if I'm trying to get LASIK or not. I know the glasses has pretty much become my signature. And, you know, it's hard to think about something like LASIK. So when you look so damn good in glasses, it's it's not a, it's like, I remember growing up in a time where wearing the glasses or having braces was like, that was a death sentence for your coolness, man. But now it's like people that don't even need glasses is wearing fake ones. Like, you know, you know, those scumbags used to get the 3d glasses and pop the 3d glasses like the actual 3d lens out and just wear the frames yeah yeah those scumbags they now they pretending now you posing man i'm actually blind out here i gotta wear these glasses i can't see without them i'm velma out here but i i went to the eye doctor right and um some came to my same some came some comes to mind like when i'm in the seat they're trying to pinpoint the exact measurements or the exact prescription that you need for your glasses. And you know that when they put that big old mechanical thing on your face and they have you look at these letters and they're like, yo, slide one or slide two look better. One or two. Bro, tell me why, like, I get a slight panic attack because I think they pop quizzing me. I think. Half the time, they're not even changing the dial on that thing. they just like, yo, you lying to me? Like, for real, half the time, it just look the same. And I just be guess. It's like when you do those job those job surveys, and they try to see what kind of person you are and see if you still stick to your morals. Like, you, how would you deal with the situation? And, and then later on in the survey, they ask you the same damn question, just with different words. I think that's what they're doing with the eye exam thing. So it's like, one or two are about the same. Yo. Every single one of those look the same after that third one or two. I ain't even gonna front. And now I'm sitting here looking at one or two. And I'm blinking like blink, 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 blink. I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause now I think I need to rub my eyes. I don't know if I need to, you know, get some clear eyes or some, you know, some visine or something. I cannot see. And, and so now I'm thinking I'm failing this test. I'm thinking she think I'm a liar because I'm, I'm picking one or two speaking of one or two this has been episode 21 of final boss versus the world just remember my podcast can be found on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher radio uh, radio republic where else iHeartRadio, radio soon to be pandora hey do me a favor the best way remember the best the free way to make sure that my podcast is successful as far as the algorithm is concerned, is if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, just rate 
and review my podcast. I'm not asking for five stars. I'm not asking for you to bump my numbers up. All I'm asking for is to give me an honest opinion because it does two things. It One, helps me grow better as a podcaster. Let me know what I'm doing. Let me know if I should keep doing what I'm doing. And two, it adds me to the algorithm to make sure that people hear me in the new and nerdworthy. So, with all that shilling out the way, make sure you keep your head down. If you're out here in these streets, you keep your head on the swivel. If you think you feel a spice creeping up on you. And if somebody steps to you, make sure you falcon punch into the next millennium. But if nothing else, just make sure you stay hydrated and drink that water. We out. Thank you.